Welcome to Wine Down on the Peninsula, a podcast series featuring a selection of Mornington Peninsula's most exquisite vineyards and hidden secrets. Beck Davis, local resident and lover of wine, will introduce you to the growers, makers and creators of these amazing wines. She'll capture their stories, share her experiences, give you directions and even offer some suggestions on what to order. Your unforgettable wine journey is about to begin. Brought to you by the Intercontinental Sorrento. Discover wine, discover Sorrento. Discover Intercontinental Sorrento. Welcome to Port Phillip Estate, an architectural landmark and one of Australia's most exciting food and wine destinations. The cellar door with its bold architecture, elegant tasting bar and spectacular views make it one of the most exciting cellar doors in Australia. The dining room is a refined space offering exceptional food and wine. The contemporary cuisine is infused with strong European sensibility. Such a special place. Make sure you put Port Phillip Estate on the list. I'm sitting here with Marco, Managing Director, Port Phillip Estate. Thanks for being with us today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you for um, including us in this series. On this wind down on the peninsula. Yes. Now... You have to set the scene for us because, I mean, it is a magnificent building that you have here. When you're driving into Port Phillip Estate, what do your first-time visitors expect? There's definitely a, a peacefulness in arriving. Um, the landscape is is deliberately sort of manicured. It's obviously a garden using native shrubs and trees. And I guess probably the most significant thing that differentiates the architecture here is that the view is completely denied when you arrive. So there's no sense of arriving at a vineyard. Um, and that sense of, I guess, anticipation is highlighted even more when you approach the entrance because there's this compression point, uh, architecturally speaking. Mm. And then as the door opens, and it opens automatically, as, um, as you know. <laughs> it gave me a little fright, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it can do that. It reveals this magnificent view over our vineyards and then across um, to Western Port Bay. So It is incredible. And we're sitting here in one of your, obviously, like a, a private tasting room or a boardroom here. Multi-purpose room, yeah, oh, boardroom. It's, it's just the view is breathtaking when you come through that little black door. <laughs> that I wasn't even sure was the entry point when yeah. I first arrived. Um, it is a magnificent building and you are relatively newcomers to the Mornington Peninsula um, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But being a newcomer, you know, have what have been your challenges or exciting ventures setting up here at Red Hill? I think it would be remiss not to, not to mention... Uh, for lack of a better term, our forebears. So uh, the site we're on at the moment uh, was developed by Diane Jeffrey Scher, uh, Port Phillip Estate, uh, in 1987. So while we are newcomers coming in at in in 2000, uh, the vineyard had real pedigree and um, and history. And so yeah, it was a delight to for us to be able to, our family to be able to take that over um, as custodians of the property. And likewise, Kuyong had been established, the other brand and other property, other vineyard, that had been established in 1996 uh, and then we were really fortunate there was an opportunity um, for that to fall uh, under our umbrella in 2004. So, 
Yeah, I'm glad you did bring up Kuyong. That's wonderful because it's a, an, another property that is a magical experience for visitors as well. It is. Yeah. Um, it's Look, it is rare that we invite people Open down doors. there. Yes, yeah. but when we do, and it's usually with trade um, and and the like, but when we do, it's yeah, it's an incredibly spectacular property. It's very natural. It um, mm. it basically butts into um, Devil's Bend Reservoir, and it's a very special spot. Lots of mobs of kangaroos and uh, lazing about, and it's yeah, it's a very very peaceful spot. Yeah, um, a peak of real peninsula, Mornington Peninsula hinterland, really. Yes, tucked in yeah. there. Now, tell us, you do produce an extensive list of wines um, across both of the the Kuyong and the Port Phillip Estate ranges. Um, do you have a favourite, or you know, what do you like to pair it with on your menu? Or uh, it's a good question, and <laughs> it's a bit like the you know, what's your favourite movie, which is always a difficult one. Uh, it's you know, different days different varieties, um, different circumstances. I guess what I did want to sort of draw attention to, everyone really knows that the peninsula is very acclaimed for its Pinot Noir and we we often hang our hat on that variety. Um, But we very firmly believe, and I think most producers would agree, that we're producing world-class Chardonnay uh, Mm. in, in our region as well. So Chardonnay... Very, very simply, I think uh, it's very hard to beat just the simplicity of freshly shucked Sydney rock oysters oh. and a glass of uh, a glass of cold Chardonnay or cool Chardonnay. So, um, and equally, I mean, it's delicious with very, very simple foods. Of course, we've got uh, we have a restaurant here, so uh, that um, that sees us offer all sorts of things that pair with. Um, all the varieties that we produce. And in terms of Chardonnay, just to give you a few examples, I mean, we've always got, we usually always have oysters on the menu. We have scallops as well, um, often cure or cured or raw fish. Um, and we have a kitchen garden as well. So we often have really delicious uh, seasonal vegetables that are excellent. I have to um, probably uh, come clean and say that I'm mostly pescatarian, Um so that's yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where things lie. Occasionally flexy with my eating. Yeah, but that's wonderful. I mean, you, you're talking about the cuisine of summer, really, aren't you? Yes. With all the yeah. you know the the seafood, and um, so it does pair superbly um, yep. coming into summer. And you, I can just you know paint the, the scene for your uh, for the listeners today out on your deck, you know, with a bottle of you do a, a really fine rosé as well. Thank you. Yes, we think we do too. Yeah. Uh, and this vintage is is a real cracker. So um, it's the first vintage, it's the first rosé produced by um, our incoming new winemaker, Tim Perrin. And uh, yeah, we're delighted with the result. So, and looking forward to releasing the other 2023 wines. And that's the Soloso rosé? Soloso rosé, yes. Pronounced it correctly? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tim Perrin, he is creating some excitement exciting new things and I was reading on your website about this um the Soloso Rosé being available in a can yes which is a very unique concept it it is um and this was this is sort of part of what we call our pilot wine program which 
I guess in its broader sense, it's just about experimentation and exploring. Um, and that could be, you know, different parcels of fruit, uh, different varieties, different wine styles, um, techniques. Uh, in this case, we wanted to explore a, a non-traditional packaging format. Mm-mm. And it's one that probably doesn't really sit very comfortably within um, the context of fine wine. And that was... I guess, perversely uh, of interest to us. Um, but I guess it was the the environmentally friendly attributes of that packaging format that were really attractive and really compelling to us. And we figured that it was probably a good time that a fine wine producer looked at an alternative packaging format um, mm. and to try and celebrate that difference and of course if we think back uh only 20 years ago people were decrying screw caps so uh and now they're really you know almost entirely um everything's under the screw everything cap. is under screw cap yeah. it's, ex- it's extremely rare to see mm. wine um sealed with cork now there are still wines that are uh so that was that's really the story behind the can i mean there's convenience to it as well, which um, which is is great, particularly when you're on the Mornington Peninsula and you've got beaches and hiking opportunities. But yes, ultimately it was that um, it was the environmental aspects and and trying to I guess highlight and lead the charge a little in terms of um, resetting our thinking. So it's it's not going to be appropriate for all wine varieties, particularly wines that um, you stick away in your cellar. But, yeah, rosé usually consumed within, you know, 12 to 18 months. It seemed like a, it seemed like a natural uh, opportunity to explore. When making your plans to explore the Mornington Peninsula's exquisite vineyards, the ultimate wind-down is undoubtedly staying at the Intercontinental Sorrento. It's just gorgeous. Fill your glass with the best of what Mornington Peninsula has to offer, the stunning Intercontinental Sorrento. With its location in the beautiful coastal village of Sorrento, this fabulous hotel offers an unforgettable blend of heritage and modern comfort. It really is like a journey through time. And with sweeping views of the coastline, this urban retreat is the perfect place to share a day exploring the peninsula's nearby vines. Accommodation options include penthouse suites with private rooftop terraces and bay views, as well as beautifully curated rooms and suites. Spend the afternoon relaxing by the pool and who can resist a cocktail on the veranda at sunset? Book your stay at the Intercontinental Sorrento and indulge like never before. Discover wine, discover Sorrento, discover Intercontinental Sorrento. Visit sorrento.intercontinental.com today. And it's also the way that we that we do learn and grow. Like you mentioned the screw cap, you know, we've evolved from there and there was a lot of pushback at the time. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's it's a it's a wonderful opportunity that you have created and the environmental reasoning behind it, which is um which is great. Yeah. A little risk involved as well. Of so course. we were very modest with um yeah. with the production that we put yeah. in can. So and of course we're not our building um is you know, is quite um ambitious but it definitely overstates the size of our production Mm, mm. Um, we just got a little passionate about architecture at some point well let's let's feed on to that architectural discussion because it is an amazing rammed earth 
building that we're sitting in. Do you want to tell us a bit more about the architect, about, about the concept behind it? Yes. Um, well, it was the first time that the family had thought to commission architects. So historically, whether it was, you know, fumbling about with residential renovations, it, it was always usually done with, um, with an architectural draft person. Mm. Uh, so it was a bit of a leap of faith, but ultimately what we were looking to achieve was having a creative element um, that we just couldn't imagine ourselves um, and engaging someone else's uh, imagination um, to, and to see what, what result would be yielded. And I have to say it was not necessarily what we expected when we looked at the, the initial drafts. Uh, but that was precisely what we were after. So, um, and in terms of the building itself, it is uh, rammed earth uh, or rammed limestone. So it was locally quarried limestone. So it's a it's a building material from our our area, and of course it's a it's a very ancient building method. Um, so those two things, and I guess the way the the building contours follows the contours of the land. Uh, those two or those three aspects uh, were very important um, in the building essentially being or the architecture embodying you know the thinking and philosophies that underlie so much of our business and and those things are sustainability um, and a sense of place as well. Mm. Oh look it really is magical and I don't know if there's many straight corners it really is like you said, follows the contour of the, the, the landscape here and just the, the curved just gives you that sense of, you know, sort of freedom when you walk in and, and then blending in with the view. The view is incredible. Yes. Once you walk through that door. So we can't, uh, you know, highlight that enough. Yes, thank you. Now, when you're not drinking, I should say, a Port Phillip or a Kuyong wine, um, is there any particular wine on the peninsula that you love to wine down with? There are, there are two that very easily come to mind. Um, one is both the sort of left of centre, I guess. Um, one is Crittenden Estates Cri de Coeur Sauvignon, uh, which is a, a floor-aged um, wine. So it's, it has these sort of aldehyde characters and is a very particular, uh, many people would probably say peculiar wine, uh, but I think it's really special. Um, so, yeah, on occasions I... I like to indulge and, and share a glass of that or share a bottle of that uh, with family. And the other one that comes to mind uh, is or are Gamay and the PTG produced by uh, Eldridge Estate. And, of course, um, David and Wendy Lloyd were pioneers growing mm. Gamay in the region. And, uh, yeah, it's a really special – I think it's really special to have another variety down here that um, – is very well suited and uh, yeah, is absolutely delicious. So yeah, we had we had actually had a chat with Selma from um, uh, Ilan Vineyard too, which is one of the only remaining Gamay producers with Eldridge. Yes, yeah, is, true. And we had a little chat about that, yep. that varietal, which is yeah, fantastic. And without releasing so. too much uh, confidential business information, watch this space. Ah, there <laughs> we go, everyone. We get a little heads up. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, 
when you're not working, which um, I'm sure this is a, a you know big place to manage, when you're not working, what do you like to do on the Mornington Peninsula to wind down with your family or yeah, look, on your we're, days off? We're really fortunate to to congregate here with family over um, over the festive period and over summer, but of course you know throughout the year as well. Um, probably the things that stand out, and again, these are not necessarily everyday. Um, you know, sitting in front of the fire during winter or um, they're sort of special things. Well, swimming's not. Swimming, mm-hmm. uh, everyone in the family uh, absolutely loves swimming, whether it's, you know, the challenges of, of ocean beaches or uh, the peacefulness and tranquility of, of the bay beaches. Mm. Um, and I guess in terms of uh, something a little more challenging – the the hike from so it's part of the two bays hike um, but the the section from uh, my sister and I have done this quite a few times and with work colleagues as well uh, but the section from Cape Shank to Greensbush is uh, yeah in it to our mind is is one of the most spectacular walks down here it's you know you're walking through uh, a, an array of of native forest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an absolute sanctuary for wildlife mm. and uh, and you're often seeing kangaroos dancing across the landscape if you if you're walking at dusk so it's yeah it's a very very special walk very dear to us gorgeous and then the beach on the on the bottom bush rangers yeah bush rangers yeah. bay and yeah. yeah yeah it's such a rugged landscape yeah. and i guess that's that's one of the things that is so special about this region that you have such diversity from um, from town to town, uh, from back beach to front beach, hinterland to coast. So it's yeah, it's a it's a it's a wonderland. It really is. Well, it is an amazing property that you have here. Um, is there anything else you'd like to tell us before we finish about Port Phillip Estate and the the experience, the restaurant? I think we uh, we really just feel so lucky to be in such a, a collaborative uh, community down here where we're all very collegiate in the way we uh, work with one another. We obviously, you know, are working and trying to make the best of our businesses and the best wines possible, but we're all very, very uh, collaborative and that um, I think that eggs everyone on and that, of course, is whether we're making wine, whether we're uh, inviting people in um, with our, our hospitality, our restaurants, uh, but yeah, it's the it's the beauty of this place. I think that is just overwhelming. It certainly is. It certainly is. So thank you, Marco, for joining us today in this uh, little podcast on wine down on the Mornington Peninsula. Pleasure. Thank it's you. been amazing, and just to to sit here in this incredible building is just awe inspiring. It really is. Thank you. And so. Thanks for coming, and yeah, thank you for inviting us. Pleasure. Thanks. Bye. Wine down on the peninsula thanks to Intercontinental Sorrento. Book your stay at the Intercontinental Sorrento and indulge like never before. Discover wine. Discover Sorrento. Discover Intercontinental Sorrento. Visit sorrento.intercontinental.com today.